way from off season to game day. Yeah, we talk back. It's the 49ers cutback. It's 49ers Cutback Podcast time, and all the questions surrounding the 49ers have to do with pick three and who they're going to take. Of course, why aren't the 49ers going to take Mac Jones at number three? Um, I would assume because he's not as good as the other quarterbacks that are going to be available. <laughs> That's my honest opinion. Um, I think when you move up to a place like number three, you give up two first-round picks and a third that you're trading up for... Someone that you believe has game-changing, legendary-type talent. Um, Mac Jones does not have that. Mac Jones, I actually think, is a pretty good prospect. I think people are being a little hard on him right now. but And I'm not sure which guy it is Shanahan's after. Personally, for me, it's Zach Wilson. But, I mean, Zach Wilson with his arm talent. Um, you have Justin Fields, incredible athlete and absolute cannon attached to his right shoulder and then you have Trey Lance same kind of thing he's kind of got the Cam Newton you know size athleticism thing going on um those guys and then obviously Trevor Lawrence but I think we're all pretty sure he's going to number one those guys all are like for even I don't have a better word but like freaks of nature athletically um Mac Jones isn't not saying Mac Jones won't be a successful quarterback and not saying Mac Jones won't even be better than one or two of those guys. But in a draft, you draft on potential. And those guys have much more potential than Mac Jones. Not only do they have much more potential, they are more solidified and certified as having three of the best arm talents in the draft. Three, They check the most boxes for what you're looking for in a quarterback, especially the new age type of quarterbacks, what the game is shifting towards. You don't give up as much draft capital as you do to go up to get a guy that isn't that consensus, checking all the boxes type of prospect. They didn't have to come up to three to get Mac Jones. They had to come up to three to make sure they got Fields or Wilson. That's the reality of the situation. Maybe you could make an argument maybe for Trey Lance because of the athleticism that he has displayed in show of a lot in North Dakota. But for the most part, it's one of those two guys. It has to be one of those two guys. It cannot be anybody else. It doesn't make any sense to come up to three. You could have come up to nine if you thought there were going to be a run on four quarterbacks there in the first four. You could have come up to eight or nine to try and make sure that you got one of the best five quarterbacks in the draft. You didn't have to come up to three to get Mac Jones. And that's why for me, it doesn't make any other, it doesn't make any logical sense. I, I look at this strictly based on facts, the facts that have been presented as it is. Everyone across the board consensus has Five, five talented quarterbacks, five guys who are probably going in the first round. But for the most part, the four athletes that we talked about already, Lawrence, Fields, Wilson, Lance, and then there's some space. And then there's Mac Jones, who played with a really good Alabama team, who doesn't have speed, is confined to the pocket. Sometimes it looks like his feet are stuck in cement. Like, that's what it is. You didn't need to, you don't have to come up to three for that. You could have waited on that. You could probably even trade back to potentially get that if there's no one sold on Mac Jones's potential. His pro day didn't look too great either. So for me, there's no way this is Mac Jones at three. Well, I think everyone's argument that it is Mac Jones is because they've seen what Kyle Shannon has done with Matt Schaub, with Matt Ryan, and then with Jimmy Garoppolo. And they're looking at it that he has a particular type of quarterback, his love for Kirk Cousins. But I think people are forgetting that he's never had the opportunity to have a talented player to the level of these guys that are going to be available. Somebody that can create with their feet. 
And Steve Young brought up good points on KMBR about the fact that his dad, you know, um, Mike Shanahan, really liked having Steve Young because he could end up creating with his feet. You have to have the pocket presence, and that's why everyone keeps tying Mac Jones to the 49ers. But these guys have pocket presence. These guys can play in the pocket. People are definitely sleeping on Justin Fields, I think. He's a very talented player. If Zach Wilson's not available, Justin Fields is 100%, you know, a guy that they should be able to take. But I think that Kyle Shanahan has learned. And that's the thing. If you're evolving as a coach, which I'm sure he is, he realizes now it takes the, the biggest, strongest, freakiest talent to help you win. And these guys can do it. He plays in a division where Russell Wilson creates, where Kyler Murray creates, where Matthew Stafford is going to create. And he needs somebody that's going to be able to create when the pocket breaks down. And so this is going to be big for him. And I think I think 49er fans are going to be pleasantly surprised when they go out and they draft a guy that is going to lead this team to the future that's not Mac Jones. Because I think Mac Jones is the obvious choice, but not the actual choice. Because Kyle Shanahan has changed his thinking and what he actually wants from the position. And because of the circumstance of the other guys, he had certain guys. But he could definitely do something with a very talented player. And these guys are very talented. Yeah, definitely. It's going to be really exciting. I mean, I don't think they'll pick. I'd, I'd be absolutely shocked if they pick Mac Jones at three. I know that's the information that's getting out. But um, if anyone wants a newsflash, correct information is yet to come out during the Shanahan Lynch era. Right. Just, yeah. I mean, just, just look at Teddy Bridgewater, the Teddy Bridgewater stuff, the offer on Matt, Sta Matt Stafford. All of that stuff ended up being bunk, not accurate. Well, and if you remember two years ago, they were going to pick Quinnen Williams over Bosa. It's true. Yeah. There, there was also that as well. So the Niners have done a very good job of misdirecting. Why they're misdirecting, who knows? Maybe you need to tune into tomorrow's episode where we talk all about conspiracy theories. But the best way to do that right now is to smash that subscribe button, hit that notification bell. That way you're notified when our episodes go live, which is... Tuesdays at 5.30 p.m., daily at 11 a.m., and Fridays, special start time, 6.30 p.m. for live streams. Yeah, and this is lying season, so the teams are going to be lying. <laughs> you have some teams that you get zero information from. Some teams put out so much information you don't know what's true. And this month is all about lying, Horst. Yeah, this is the one month of the year where it's okay to lie. Kids, don't don't ever lie. Only, only if you're in a front office or in San Francisco. Either one's fine. Until next time, 49ers fans, you stay safe. Remember the right way. It's always the 49ers way.